Prepare yourself for invasion. This is Indie Invasion. Yes, we got the loop. Good. Listen. Good morning. That's going to be the new catchphrase. We're going to need a T-shirt because of Alder that says "Good morning" when Good we morning. log on at nine thirty Eastern time. It could be like a morning zoo crew, <laughs> right? We're like we don't even know what time it is, right? So, good morning, Alder and Jim. What's happening, my friend? I'm back. You're back. I'm back. I miss a week and a hobby hangout because, well, I couldn't do the hobby hangout or no, I couldn't do last week because I had to go pick my son up right in, right in the middle of the show. And then I was sick for the hobby hangout. Yep. And yep. I didn't want your guys' computers to get a virus. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That was, that was, sorry guys. I have five kids, so I have dad jokes. I have dad jokes. So, Eric, besides petting your cat, what have you been up to, sir? So, it's been a crazy holiday week. I haven't got as much hobby time that I wanted to. I think the last time I, well, I did put some paint on a mini yesterday, but up, Tim? Uh, still, I'm still hammering away at the um, the the motel. Um, oh, almost yeah, yeah. done. I got to the point where you know it's got some paper graphics i got to cut those out right. so i can glue them on the signs and i did finish off professor newton yesterday i posted him uh so there's another mini done cool and i am planning on finishing this cat's driving me nuts um bigfoot uh, probably this weekend i started him last saturday on the little nice. hobby stream so um, nice nice yeah i'm my my table's starting to clear off a little bit because I had kind of a pile there. Listen, I think that you have done amazing because when we first started doing this, what, two two years ago now? Yeah. When we first started doing this, it would take you about forever six to eight shows to finish a model. Yeah, because that was all I was working right. on when we would sit down to hang out and stuff. And now I've been kind of carving out time here and there where yeah, I can. Yeah, you can. So um, Alder said, glad you're feeling better. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Um, I had COVID again, uh, but it wasn't bad this time. Uh, the first time I had it was way at the beginning. I was down for two weeks. Um, I was actually only sick for a couple of days, but I had to quarantine for five days. So, so this was like last three days. I had nothing to do 
I couldn't go anywhere in my own house. I had to quarantine myself in one corner. So I thought, oh, I'll quarantine myself just, where all my paints are. You should just get one of those big bio suits, you know, like the old no. sci-fi 80s movies with the big hoses no, coming then I out. Had, then I would have had to go do stuff. See, while I was quarantined in my little court, my little corner, all my paints are there. All my models are there. I was just, I was opening drawers left and right. I was like, oh. I haven't painted a Necromunda <laughs> miniature in I don't know how long. Oh, so, Zombicide Invader. In a way, it was a, a, a way that you could finish off those models and just knock some stuff out. Yeah, but then I ended up doing the same thing that I always do that's terrible, is I start painting, and I do a really good job. I'll clean up my paint desk. I'll grab, like, five models. Yeah. And I'll put them on the table. I'll be, I'm, I'm going to paint those five models, and I'm not going to put anything else on my desk. Well, then I do something like get sick and I'm sitting around my desk and, you know, you lean back in your chair, you're taking a break and look over at one of the drawers and, oh, what's in here? Pull it out and you go, oh, this guy's so cool. I wanted to paint him. Oh, him too. And the next thing you know, I got 30 models on my paint desk on top of all my new Drowned Earth models that I just got. So now did you get a lot in that Kickstarter, the Drowned Earth? Because I just, I did not. I, I just stuck with the standees figured i can get them later um i just got no. some dinosaurs that's it no so i got the dinos i got yeah i don't know how you do that man <laughs> i don't know how you do that you, you you haven't even cut the tape have you nope oh you 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 make me sick see it right there it's taunting you it is taunting me <laughs> that's the real reason you don't move down here because you would get something and i'd be like dude Dude, I brought a knife. Let's cut it open. Let's <laughs> do it. Let's cut it open. No, I got the dinos. I got all of the Corsairs. I got the um, heroes for the Raptor Claw Island stuff. Um, and then, of course, because I did the Gene Splicer pledge, I've got my five extra yeah. copies of my guy that are coming that I have a couple set aside for a couple of people um, already. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's your twisted bell ring you're that imp- you're all the way up there with twisted man that's sweet um yeah so that's so that was really cool i was super excited and i got um i've gotten a couple of them painted and got some paint on some of the other ones started and yeah. since i i don't played, even remember what comes with my my pledge level i i don't think i had anything come in the level i went i think i went you know you just got the board level. game yeah, you just got yeah. the board game, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you shouldn't have any any models. Ah, uh, see, there you go. Alder's got my back. Look at that. That is yeah. shameful. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna keep moving shameful. and just tease you guys. You right just by need my to head. keep your head right in front of it because yeah. it's just. I gotta tell you, it's embarrassing. I might have to take you take your picture off. This way. I might have to be solo tonight. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> want to join me tonight and do the show with me? Eric's going to have to leave in a minute and go open his box. <laughs> What's up, Tim? I see Tim joined us today. And uh, so we got Alder. We have Jim, the tabletop yeah, engineer. Right. And oh. you know what? I'm going to say, go ahead with your thought. I'm going to see if we got something here. I was going to say, I watched one of Jim's videos today on one of his new um, laser cut uh, I don't have terrain that. pieces. He This really cool um, orbital cannon. I watched the video, the assembly video for it, and it's really cool. Jim, you got to keep pumping out some of that terrain stuff, man. It's looking really good. That orbital cannon looked pretty sweet. That, that was pretty awesome looking. Send, but, send some stuff our way. 
No, you don't have to do that. <laughs> cool. Yeah, the Oriental Cannon's awesome. But I got my cards for Violent Dark. Oh, cool. Cool. So I'm excited about that. I just sleeved them today. Um, I've got, I've, I set up my board to do my special custom mission for the EVA um, mission that I want to do. But then I got sick. So it's still just set up. So I'll be, I'll be able to use my cards, which I'm very happy about because some of the items would definitely be helpful. I'm a big fan of the cat one. When you pull the cat one, you get to remove one of the potential threat or potential, is it potential threat targets or potential target threats? One of the PTTs. You well, just get to take I, them off the board. I remember they did make some minis for like, it's like, I don't know, you get six cat, different yes. cat yes. minis. <laughs> you need that many cats, but. Well, well, the funny thing about that was, is Clem, our uh, friend of the show, Todd, stuff. he 3D printed me two resin cats so i already have a couple mm. um those are okay. for violent dark by black site studios jim uh, really cool game you can check out i've got a, a a sort of a photo battle report of the first one it's a very interesting game it's, it's got some similarities that don't look back just a little yeah, but that's but, mainly just because matt wrote both games yeah and... but you know i think the thing that i like about it is uh your main characters that they die they're gonna and, die right and the cryo <laughs> tubes keep opening and you keep getting more stuff till the whole stack is gone and i think that's that's I, that's neat to me because it's a different thing it's not like your hero surviving if that makes sense but anyway yeah. we'll get into some of that as tonight we craft the perfect game yeah so tonight this is i i'm calling this max crazy dream game session so um it, i would like to put a caveat on this okay what's gonna end up happening is i know what's gonna end up happening we're gonna do all of this stuff i'm gonna go over to the twisted table that i have set up over there this weekend and i'm gonna use all of these rules and ideas <laughs> that we're about to go through to play a game of twisted and then i'm gonna be like that was epic. And then I'm going to share the results with everyone. So anyway. <laughs> so basically this came up, I, you had this idea a while ago and we were kind of, you know, thinking about it a little bit, but it's, it's, have you ever wanted to make your own dream game? So dream game means no holds barred, uh, throw in all your favorite game elements and have an awesome game to throw down in. Uh, well, a lot of games start this way, I think. And tonight we're going to pick the cool stuff from all these different games, mash them together, and make Max dream game. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't really have any interest in making a game. I got all of the respect in the world for guys like Matt that do Violent Dark, Don't Look Back, the guys at DGS Games, for Cynthia um, at Spectrum Games, all of those creators. But I, in my mind, they've already done such a cool job. I just want to swipe the cool stuff they've done and apply it to the themes that I make want. Make a Frankenstein game, basically. Yeah. yeah, I don't because I don't really I don't have any desire to make a game. Uh, but I love, I, I always love. We've talked about this several times before. I always love when a game brings something new to the table. Yeah, oh, give yeah. you for instance, I, I mentioned Spectrum Games, Urban Manhunt. The thing I love the most about Urban Manhunt that is unique is the fact that if you and I are playing the game, 
we're not even allowed to shoot at each other in the game because we're yeah. trying to kill crims in order to score points in the game. And I just think that that's so unique to pit you and I against each other in a game, and yet we're never going to be targeting one another. We're trying yeah. to steal each other's kills and stuff. But and, and I just think that that's really neat. And I love when when a game introduces something super unique because I think we could probably all agree that across the board, at least with skirmish games, probably applies to board games and uh, historical games too. There's a lot of similarities. Yeah. I think that's why it's easy for people that play multiple games to just keep playing multiple games because you crack open the rule book, you read half the rules and you're like, Oh, okay. I already know how to do all this stuff. And then you find the one or two things that are a new element, if you will, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense here. And I think that's the hardest thing is to come up with something that's different and stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, it, it, I mean, that's why we have categories for games too. Cause it's like, sure. you can group, these games into categories. So some of it is kind of what we looked at for this tonight. And um, now organization for this chat, I kind of went very, very basic. Uh, where do we start, Mac? What What's well, the first thing we should look at? Okay. So this is, this is what I thought. This was the, the brain child is I was just going to go through like the game. So your notes kind of fit with mine. And, and so your theme doesn't matter what it is. For, for me, it's going to be probably steampunk or sci-fi, right? So you get your theme, yeah. whatever minis you're going to use. You know, we can all harken back to and age ourselves and say 54 millimeter Inquisitor, right? Um, all down to six millimeter, whatever you want to do. So you kind of pick that and what table size. But then you get into what I think would be the fun stuff. And this is where I would start creating my Frankenstein monster. Now, I only had one part of the game that I wasn't sure of what I would take it from. And I would like you guys to chip in, too, because I'd be interested for your input. But the first step, right, initiative. What initiative system is your absolute favorite to use? Now, this one I struggled with because I don't know that I really care one way or the other. Yeah. So what, what's I mean, like, there's, what, there's plenty out there, too. I mean, it's what, a you go, I go. System. Um, so not 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 the turn system, but initiative. So who's gonna go first? Who's gonna go first? I mean, I'm I, I think I favor the ones that are simple because then you don't have right. to scratch your head about it. You know, it takes away from actually getting into the game. Uh just basic roll-off, I guess, you know, type yeah. of thing. Okay, Tim said rain in hell. Rain in hell has a good initiative. I also like Twisted's initiative. It's where you you roll a d20 you subtract the number of models you have. So yeah. if, you're bring, if you're bringing a huge force, you're going to be subtracting a bunch. And if I've got three or four powerful guys, I might subtract three. So I like that initiative. Yeah. But then, then I think is when, see, I got my notes here because my computer's acting up. So I got them on my phone here. So then I think you get to, in my mind, the next part. M- movement. Oh, wait, Alder had one on there. Drawing, dice, tokens, from so a like bag a, for all like twilight twilight yes okay so that that's a really good one and and that one that one too it, it's built into the whole game mechanic because mm-hmm. the turn can end really fast um i know bolt action does that star breach does that um yep. the judge new the warlord judge dread game does that strontium dog those games they all do that and that's a good activation system too i like that 
So for movement, for movement, yeah, I like this. So you never know who's going next. What about for movement for you? What's the what's the one movement rule? So right now, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go for mine. For twisted is gonna be, um, the first for initiative. That's what I'm gonna use for initiative. Uh, okay. Jim said he likes the fast slow phase for five leagues and five parsecs. There and says they're solo games. They are solo games, but that doesn't matter because I, for me, when I'm building this, I play in solo most of the time anyway. But yeah, I really yeah. like the fast, slow phase as well. I thought that was really good. So movement. What's your favorite game for movement? Game style? Game. Or, yeah, see? Get I mean, a lot I mean, of the movement of that I look at is very similar. You know, the pre-measuring. I like pre-measuring, right. I guess. Um, just, I don't know. Because, you know, back when I played X-Wing with the you don't get to pre-measure, I kind of like that where it, it throws that spontaneous you don't know what's quite gonna happen you gotta kind of i don't know to me that kind of seems more realistic so you like have to declare your move yeah and then you can move okay yeah, yeah. i like that so for me i'm gonna roll my initiative twisted style okay. right and then my first movement i have this vision in my head of playing a game of twisted and moving everybody like in the drowned earth, the dynamic movement of the drowned earth. Yeah. Because it, that to me, it, for anybody that has played the drowned earth, the most exciting part about that game for me is the dynamic movement because you build, you build a whole story about what happens on the table just by the way one of your dudes moves across the table. Yeah, leaping over boxes and backflips and swinging from vines like Tarzan and all of this kind of crazy parkour stuff that he's doing. So I would have that incorporated into movement. I could just see the most ridiculously crazy game of Twisted happening this weekend. Now we gotta what Tim say. Tim saying. So he's declaring movement like an X-Wing is great for vehicle-based games. He doesn't like it for others, though. So um, yeah. what was the D&D the &D one, I think? Yeah, I could see how it wouldn't quite work in that sense. Um, yeah, I, I think I think for vehicle-based games, I like it, too. But even those are only, I mean, those are kind of like template moves, too, for all of those, right? Gaslands, yeah. X-Wing, Attack Wing. They're, yeah, they're, they're all, all templates, so you can kind of judge it a little bit. And yeah, I, they're, I they're mean, that's what I say that I like it. It kind of captures that realism because, right. you know, if you're fighting some dude in real life and you're not quite sure if he's going to zig or zag, you know, it kind of emulates that a right. little bit. Right. So, so now we've moved, right? We've done our initiative role. Yep. We've now done crazy urkin parkour across the board and now it's time for combat now this one uh, i had two reasons for this that i kind of liked integrated and i've actually played this one on the table when i've played some twisted solo games mm -hmm. and i love how twisted um free blades uh who else does it I don't know that a whole bunch of other games do it, but they use the whole polyhedral dice set for their combat, right? Yeah. There's, the, there's the D20 like in an RPG for 
your combat for your combat role, but then you're using all of the other dice. And I really, really like that because it, I, I think it offers me a real big narrative bubble to work in with varieties of weapons and extra yeah. damage it can do and all of these other variables that can go into it. But, but I would caveat that with one thing antimatter games makers of deep wars and shadow sea right their close combat system and i'm sure i'm and you guys pipe in because i'm sure you guys know some other systems that do this off the top of my head i couldn't think of any that i play regularly or have played regularly but the thing i like about the antimatter game system which is is really just um ganesha games it's song of blades and heroes rules engine is that if you attack me and I beat you on the contested roll, I don't just defend. I hurt you. Yeah. So now there's now there's a risk there. And a lot of times what happens, at least in Deep Wars, is you might you might go after the littlest dude on the board and your big dude picks him up, is getting ready to bite his head off or whatever. <laughs> and you roll horrible and he rolls fantastic. And then you get that epic movie scene where you're about to bite his head off and he takes his little metal stick and crams it into your mouth so you can't close your mouth kind of thing you know what i mean so you create this really cool story piece because you don't have to wait for his turn to attack yeah you know the the role <clears throat> resolve the entire combat right there is you attacked me you were unsuccessful well i beat you so i didn't just defend i struck you back and i i really really like that I think there's other games that do that. Uh, well, obviously, all of the songs of Blade and Heroes do. Uh, yeah. Fistful of Kung Fu, um, Fear and Faith, Ray Guns, Rockets and Mutants, or Death Rays, or what I can't remember the name of that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, always get, I always get the words mixed up. It's three of them. It's Death Rays, Mutants, and Ray Guns in some order. I don't remember what order. <laughs> in some order. I promise it's in some order. So if you guys know of any that do that, please throw it in there. Cause I'm not, I'm not sure of too many that do you know any? No, I, I can't, I can't think of any off the top of my head. I, I'm sure there's more out there um, yeah. that use that kind of combat system. Um, just in a way it, it speeds it up, right? It, it's, yeah. which I like, you know, you don't, you don't feel like you just have to sit there and take it. It's like there's right. that chance that, well, he could fail on his attack and then you get a little bit of a kind of a right. free shot in a way. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And then all of a sudden it becomes it becomes a little riskier and you you have to. For the Song of Blades and Heroes rule sets, for the simplicity of them, they have a lot of strategic depth because you have yeah. to think about those kinds of things. OK, I'm going to rush in, but all right, well, if I lose this combat. I could get knocked down. Yeah. And how important is it? Right. Getting knocked down. Now this dude can curb stomp me pretty easily while I'm there. And I got to waste an action to get back up. So now, now you, now you starting to get into this economy of actions kind of thing and what you mm -hmm. want to do. So I think it adds a strategic layer to it, which doesn't really help me because Number one, I'm not very strategic, and number you two, just run in there, don't you? Even if I was, I don't <laughs> roll well enough to be strategic, as the couple battle reports we have up have shown. Okay, I, I am not joking. I really can't roll. 
Um, okay, so next part, reactions. What are your thoughts on reactions in games? I like them, but sometimes I think depending on the game, um, you can they say can the be name easily it. forgotten, you know, uh, because you're just caught up in the heat of the moment and stuff. Right. And you could forget, oh, I have 10 different reactions I could do depending on the situation. So sometimes you can say the name of the game that you're talking about that overcomplicated reactions. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> My Wild West Exodus. Um, no, I was thinking Infinity, but you could throw a while. Well, that's even worse. Yes, right, yes. Right. Infinity won that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's many times that, especially if you're just starting out in the game to learn it, um, yeah, you could forget yeah. some key moments of, oh, I could have done that, I could have done that, and right. my guy would have still been alive. Now, right. like I said, I do like that because it gives you a lot of variability in the game uh, once again you don't have to just stand there and take it, you know, if right. you can right. afford it or, you know, whether it's an action point thing or, you know, uh, you know, some other way that you can, you know, a currency to spend to take right. those reactions. Right. So um, I'm yeah. very nominally. Really yeah. The, the, too many reactions can slow the whole game down. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. And I think that I only have a nominal familiarity with the infinity reactions, but the couple times that I played infinity, it was just, it was, it was too much. Yeah. It's too, it much. too much. You but, need like a two sided page to remember. Yeah, right. You needed a whole nother rule book for reactions, but, but, um, when I first started playing drowned earth, drowned earth has reactions. Mm -hmm. okay. but they're all very simple and they're all restricted to how many actions you have. So you have to preserve your actions. You can't do a reaction if you don't have any actions. Yeah. You're done. So, so it doesn't slow things down much. So I do like reactions. And again, we're talking about what I would do on my table for my game. I would use the way that the drowned earth uses them, uses them. So if you have, two actions, three actions, whatever, you can move and preserve one of those actions and wait for dude to pop around the corner, take a shot at him, you yeah. know, do whatever it is. But it's just that simple. See, it doesn't have to be any more complicated than that, I don't think. Um, but again, I think that comes back to folks that like that extra layer of complexity because some people are going to like that. All you have to do is look at the success of Battletech to know that some people are going to like that level of complexity. Or the success of Infinity. The, the rules are complex, but a lot of people really like the game. Yep. Um, Tim says he thinks they slow down more than help, in my opinion. I think that they can. I do. Yeah. But for those of you on the list that think that the, they slow down the whole game, I, I agree. I mean, they're going to slow it down a little bit for sure because it's an extra something. But I would challenge you. To, you can download the rules for the Drowned Earth for free from the website. Doesn't have all the fluff in it, but you can download the rules and read how the Drowned Earth handles reactions. I think you'll find it's probably one of the best reaction systems out there. So I would probably include that just because, number one, I'm very Drowned Earth biased. Um, and number two, I do like reactions. Do you like any reaction systems? 
I can't say if there's one that stands out more than the others. Um, I mean, I really, I mean, how many years did I play Wild West Exodus? And I mean, now that didn't have like the list Infinity had, but like I said, those ones were very like situation specific. Right. So unless you're doing them over and over and over again, you tend to forget them. Now I played that game for years and years and years. So for the most part, I knew what your go-to ones were, but every once in a while it'd be like, Oh yeah, I could have done that. You know? So I was still forgetting them. Well, I think in, so in first edition, they were rule specific reactions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you might have fast draw when someone charges you. That was one of the old rules. So I find that, um, the drowned earth's reactions tend to be that way. You know, they're, 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 you can still pop somebody that runs across your field of view if you have an action, but yeah. they're, they're just, they're not overly complex. You're always going to forget something. I mean, let's be honest, even your favorite game that you play all the time, I play twisted and I'll get to the end of the game and I go, ah, oh, dang it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so yeah. yeah, Jim says core space has where you use up your skill points and run out. Yeah, that's kind of like the Drowned Earth ones are. You use your actions to perform a reaction. And then if it's gone, it's gone. I mean, if you already used it and then all of a sudden somebody comes around the corner to charge you, you go, oh, dear, here you go. No reaction for you. He's coming over to curb stomp you. And I kind of like that because that strategy just right there is like, do you save something a little bit back just in case or you just go, you know, hog wild? Exactly. What's up, Clem? See you later, Alder. I know you have to go work. Go make some money. It's morning. (laughs) It's in the future where you are working in the future. Um, Okay, so I got two more things, and I'll go over these once quick since we're running out of time. Fastest 30 minutes in Wargaming, which I had my new shirt ready last week and everything, and it's in the laundry, so I don't have my new shirt on. Disappointing. So, AI. Okay, so for AI... I absolutely love. Now, this is only for dumb AI. Okay. This isn't for, <laughs> this is for like zombies or r- rat swarms, you know, something basic like that. Yeah. Is the County Road Z AI mechanic for the zombies is amazing. I absolutely love it. If you don't know what it is, I'm not going to share it because it's a small independent de- developer. You can go get the PDF on drive through RPG five for pretty cheap. Yeah, like five bucks. But I love, love, love the zombie AI system in that. It's super simple, super fast, but hyper aggressive mm-hmm. in terms of one of the guys in the uh, County Road Z Facebook group said it best when he said the AI is super easy. Until it's not easy anymore for the zombies. <laughs> it's yeah. it's really easy. Everything's really easy until it's not anymore. It just it just breaks. And then the last thing was campaign mechanic. My two favorites are five parsecs because of the depth of it. All these charts to roll on in between mm-hmm. the game to see what happens. You go explore stuff. And the OG Necromunda. The original okay. Necromunda with the... Um, injury charts and uh, burrows and badgers has the same thing you know the yeah. injury chart things like that i love that kind of stuff so now i gotta play that game 
Yeah, that was something I liked in uh, Dracula's America that from game yes. to game, that progression of, you know, your guys earned like experience points and then you can take those and roll on charts to get maybe new skills or new abilities and or even new cybernetic stuff. eyeball. Yeah, new new weapons, maybe upgrade your, you know, your little broken old pistol into a shotgun or something exactly yeah that's right clem mordheim too i know i was just looking to see if i could find a copy of the mordheim book to buy today and i was like yeah 125 bucks <laughs> wow i i think i'll find a pdf and print that bad boy thanks very yeah. much uh, yeah spiral bound that sucker yes yeah, yeah I, I i like campaign i think a campaign makes it fun it's not just playing a one-off game type of thing yeah. it gives you a direction uh in the game um, now, whether that's linked scenarios or, you know, I, I think it still creates that narrative, um, sure. that, that we would want in your dream game, right? We want to tell oh, a story. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, and I, I just really like that. I'm going to probably pick up the five parsecs book, uh, not five parsecs, the five leagues. From yeah. The, the five Lands. leagues one. I'm kind of looking forward to that to see how different it is. Well, because, um, with the five parsecs one, you can kind of incorporate all of those charts and stuff into really any of your sci-fi skirmish games. If you're like us and you kind of just build what you want to do and play along mm -hmm. the way. Uh, and I think that the, the five leagues one will cover the majority of other stuff. You know, you could work some of it into twisted. And then uh, if you wanted to, you could do relic blade stuff with it, or you could, squeeze it into your free blades some way if you wanted to. And I think that's ultimately, it's so hard to just pick one of these game developers and go, oh, they're the best game developer. They're all so great. I mean, they're, they're all so great that I just want to take bits and, bits and pieces from all of them and yeah. incorporate it into what makes it the most fun on my table. Jim said he's hooked on five parsecs and five leagues. Haven't found something to take his attention away yet. Yeah, I'm sure it's coming. They're man, they're great games, and um, I encourage everybody if you don't have those two particular books, first of all, first of all, if you don't have a twisted rule book, go to Discover Games and buy one. First and foremost, but five parsecs and five leagues, I really encourage you to pick that up as well because those books are. 100% self-contained. Everything is in it. You don't, there's no supplements. There's no extra. Yeah. There's your models, your dice, that book, you're good to go. I mean, it, it's really completely self-contained. So check them out, support those, do yep. it. County Road yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to Black Sight's new game. That's it, very similar that it yeah, has that. Yeah, Yafsiga. That's it's yeah. you know it's mid fantasy. It's not high fantasy, but it's got that same type of thing all in one book. You have that right. progression of your your war bands and stuff like that, and it's just a little bit different. It has that little yeah. bit of different twist. So thanks, Jim. I'm gonna have to go order a copy of Five Leagues now because I don't have it yet. <laughs> is it out yet? I think that this is backwards. I think you know everybody always says to us, "Oh, Indie Invasion makes you buy games. Protect your wallet if you listen to Indie Invasion." But let me tell you what really happens. You guys start talking about stuff and we go buy it. That's, yeah, we're like, this usually is not, we'd be like, oh, yeah, that was fun. That's right. I used to have that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. 
So, nope, keep the games coming and the ideas because we'll we'll keep doing it. Hardbacks are going out now. <laughs> Clem says turnabout is fair play. Come on now. Come on now. I don't think that's – what games have you bought, Clem, that we've talked about? Okay, it's time for – it's time for some confession. What games have you bought? Mm -hmm. Five leagues is much more complex. Wow. wow. Okay, that's cool. God, that's cool. Oh, good for the goose, good for the gander. That's not a game. That is not a game we have recommended. Not that I haven't played in 30, 40, years, but that's not <laughs> oh, wait, the that's game. Duck, Duck Goose. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the game. That's not a game. You know what I'm talking about. Which ones have you bought? I probably shouldn't ask that because I'm, we're going to get an email that says, all right, guys, here's what you've made. Yeah, us here's buy. a list. Yeah. Yeah. So did we hit everything that we wanted for our dream game? I mean, we didn't mention scenario or uh, nope. uh, scenery. We didn't really talk in about interactive terrain, but that's something to think about. Um, I think we covered everything that well, we that could was, think of, though. That was my stuff. If you want to. We, we kind of lined up pretty good. I mean, that was one thing I had because I know you like terrain. You like to build a board. Oh, yes. And I like to have interactive terrain. Oh, yes. You know, terrain that will eat you if you get too close oh, or whatever. Because yes. I think that just throws another, the third player, you know, yes. it makes that third player on the board a little bit more. Most definitely. Most But yeah, def I think we got everything. And of course, backstory. We like the backstory. It makes you get attached to those characters. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I think we hit everything else. Um, Jim, I will let you know about uh, Southern Fried. I am trying desperately to get to Southern Fried, which is next weekend in Atlanta. Oh, man, but that's nuts. Have, having a large pack of children, I'm, I'm struggling to find child care because my wife is working. My sister's working. My father-in-law just had knee surgery and my mother is camping. So all of my normal go-tos for childcare, when I go to a convention, they're like, mm, sorry, like, no. So we'll see what happens. We'll yeah. Because then I can run some demos of Twisted. All right. Whose turn is it to take us out? Did I you think make it might be turn? my turn. Well, could it be? I, I wasn't know. here last week. You weren't here last week, so actually it should be your turn. Oh, man. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. As always, we love having you guys. We love talking with you guys. Um, so don't forget to check us out on all of the podcast channels, worlds, realms, all those different things. We're out there on places we didn't even know existed, so yeah. go check those out. Also, don't forget to go over to the Discord channel, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, all those cool places, Instagram. The Discord is really pretty active. Go over there and check out. Lots of pictures being posted. Sorry for the spamming the past few days. I've been in quarantine and I have been painting. So <laughs> I've been just posting everything that I've been painting. Also, don't forget, we do have a Patreon if you want to go over there and uh, give us a little support. That's cool. If you don't, that's cool too. But go over and get you some Redbubble merchandise, hats, T-shirts. You might even be able to get an Indian Invasion bell. We need to look into that. Yeah, get you Indian get Indian Invasion clock so you know clock. what time it is. Coffee cups, you can get all of that cool stuff. Yeah, I wonder, you know what? We need Indian Invasion card sleeves. Now that would be cool. Wonder There's got to be a place out there. There's I mean, gotta I found, be a, place. I found right. a place that makes keychains. <laughs> <laughs> right. So those are the places out there, guys. That um, go check that out. We we really really enjoy the uh, the Red Bubble stuff. Um, I think Eric and I have bought the majority of stuff from our Red Bubble store. But 
join us. It's fun stuff. Um, don't forget, check us out every Thursday night for our shorts live stream and always be on the lookout. Eric is constantly turning his camera on and doing a hobby stream. And yeah. we're trying to do one once a month too. We just did one this past Saturday. And remember guys, when you're out there playing that perfect game that you designed for you, you can play the one I designed, but just play the one that you designed for you that you love. <laughs> you're welcome to play mine. Um, don't forget to prepare yourself for the invasion.